020-80192 or visit radiofaza.co.uk. Radio Faza, a perfect medium to grow your business. Hello, Salam, Namaskar, Sasirakar. You are listening to Radio Faza 97.1 FM, and I'm your host Nasim Server with another exciting episode of Cricket Fusion. Today is 12th July 2019, and the time is around uh, seven past two past seven o'clock. Uh, it is Friday, which means uh, it is the start of the weekend, and I, po- I hope you had a great week so far, and uh, have some plan for the weekend as well. Um, cricket is going on as as you know uh, World Cup is still going on um, and I'm sure like you must be enjoying those games last week was really really amazing um, last program when we did um, we covered the sem- semi-final matches uh, and there were some great turn of events happened um, and uh, things changed in terms of uh, top and second uh, team positions uh, we were thinking like it would be um, uh, England and uh, India semi-final and uh, Australia and New Zealand but it didn't happen that way um, somehow um, South Africa turned up and they beat Australia convincingly um, it wasn't convincingly but uh, it was like a great game um, and also um, India uh, beat very convincingly to Sri Lanka as well so Sri Lanka lost the game um, very easily which we were thinking that it might there might be a fight on on their uh, expense but did, it didn't happen uh, so which means uh, we had a uh, two great games between India and New Zealand and Australia versus England so England Australia you know uh, it is a it is a great great um, clash always a big game um, but Surprise didn't happen there. Uh, actually, it is it is the in the semi-final. Uh, expect the unexpected. Uh, basically, um, people thought like uh, New Zealand is is a weak team and uh, India will beat them easily. But um, what a game it was! Um, it was just just completely changed. Uh, New Zealand just uh, outclassed India. Although India's batting was re- really really amazing, and um, we were discussing in the show that India's uh, middle order is is the one. Um, if if uh, the top order doesn't work, then what will happen? Um, and that exactly happened. Uh, top order gone in like five overs, um, and then afterwards it it was just a, a game of like nerves. Who will handle it? And um, in the end, New Zealand was uh, the winning. Uh, the other game which was happening was happened in uh, uh, Birmingham between Australia and. Uh, England uh, and there were a few things as well like they were saying that Australia might be um, a real winner here but having said that it was again uh, the game was very really uh, different um, and um, so it, it was just just a really amazing game uh, we have uh, we have seen again Australia won the uh, Australia lost the game uh, convincingly basically England were really really great on, on bowling side of it um, they just took their wickets like and in 10 overs there was only 27 runs and 3 wickets were down 
so england played really really well and uh, they just outclassed australia australia was uh, the complete team we were saying in the program as well but um, they didn't turn up as as um, uh, as very strong contender of the cup so england surprised them uh, we were also talking about like toss might be a, a crucial factor so england again lost the um, toss as well but having said that they they just uh, uh, back themselves and uh, produce a really amazing game uh, in today's show again uh, we have invited our uh, two guests uh, they will be on the phone uh, Gary Addington and Brad Moore uh, we will call them and uh, we will speak to them about uh, how the semi-finals semi -finals went well event um, and uh, obviously we will speak to them about um, what are their expectations in the final how they're gonna play and uh, you know we will discuss uh, all those questions and um, funny thing is not funny thing it's amazing thing I would say uh, whoever wins it will be the first time uh, they will lift the trophy so it is amazing thing for cricket um, England is playing at home so they might have a better chances and um, after 27 years they are in the final again after 1992 World Cup but having said that New Zealand um, it is a second final in a consecutive World Cup so last World Cup they were in the final as well and this year they again in the final so let me um, go and call these guys and we'll see and speak to them as well so Hi Brad, uh, so I'm just taking you on from dining room. Welcome hey. back. Hello, hello Brad, how are you? Good Nazim, how are you? I'm good, not too bad. Congratulations first of all uh, for um, being in the final. Um, Thank you. And, uh, Basically, you guys uh, done it. Yeah, it was, um, as I say, no one expected it, I don't think. But um, they they fought hard and um, beat a bit of uh, Kiwi resilience. And, um, you know, they ended up um, winning on the day. And it, it was a fantastic game, to be fair. You know, it went back and forth over a, a one-day game over two days, which was, which was very interesting and very rare to see. But it was a fantastic game. Okay, so we have a Gary online um, with us as well. Gary, how are you, Gary? Good evening. Very well, thank you. And again, congratulations uh, for being in the final. Yes, um, the euphoria is still uh, still reverberating around these shores. <laughs> yes, definitely. So just uh, uh, sum up uh, your performance in the semi-final. Just give us like uh, your take for the semi-final i will start with brad uh, so brad just give us like because you were in the f first semi-final which was uh, between india versus new zealand which we were not expecting as uh, you know we were expecting australia versus new zealand but uh, again um, on the la very last moment south africa um, turned up and they just just um, turned around the whole tournament they did yes yeah, south africa out of nowhere um, <laughs> pulled off a, a fantastic performance um, I think that was, that was South Africa they, they've always got the talent mm. I just think you know they just they left it too late but it shows how good they actually are and if they actually turned up at the start of the tournament they would have been a real threat and you know would have been a semi-final possibility for sure as we all expected um, but um, you know maybe that was a good thing for England you mm. know um, Seeing that um, Australia coming off a loss, um, but um, you know the way the way the South Africans played was what you would expect to see from them from, from, from uh, game one. So you know, I think the good thing as a New Zealand supporter was that um, I think we have a bit of a we have a bit of a hoodoo, or we always have an issue with Australia. Um, 
and we always find it difficult in big tournaments to beat them. So, so for us to get India, mm. and we're believe it or not, looking back at the statistics, yep. we've had a bit of a better run with them, mm -hmm. uh, even though they've got a fantastic side. Yep. Probably, probably just it's probably more favourable for us mm -hmm. in that respect in, in terms of looking at history. Yeah. And I know, like, you know, obviously your bowling was really, really strong, um, and India's batting was very strong. So it, it was really good contest in in that sense. Like, uh, your bowling was strong and their batting was strong. So in in the end, it was like a really good um, contest in that regard. Yeah, I think that that is really the pinnacle of the New Zealand team. You know, I think people underestimate how strong our bowling attack is, and cer in certain conditions as well. You know. If you get an overcast day and you get a ball that's moving around with that, you know, that's a, got a very, very strong ball with that. Um, you know, you look at it in terms of, um, you know, you look at the, at the forecast for the weekend, for example. Um, there's going to be rain in London on Saturday and it's overcast on Sundays. They're the sort of conditions New Zealand favour, you know, so. We had those conditions against India. Our batting was once again poor at the top. Um, it took the middle order to slowly gain momentum, um, and they did through Williamson and Taylor um, once again holding us together. Um, but you know, when it came to bowling, you know, the first five overs against India was was horrific. You know, the ball yeah. did there, and what the you know Henry, I think. You know where he put the ball was amazing. You know he was he was moving it about, you know, and 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 obviously Bolt was swinging at loads. You know, and that's tough to play. You know, and to get those three world class batsmen out that early mm. um, was you know that was the key. Was a massive massive change in the game straight mm. away. Yeah, and definitely like you no know, when uh, New Zealand were batting, they were saying like they are a little slower. Uh, but having said that, like Kane Williamson tweeted, like he said, like 240, and that was their target in mind. And they were thinking, like if they can do that score, the game is on. And he, in the end, he was right. Yeah, I, I, I listened to the commentary on TV, mm -hmm. and Ganguly kept on saying about what's what's uh, where, what's Taylor doing? Why is he going so slow? You yeah. know, and and I think they always had a plan and I think Taylor was seeing out that plan uh, and in the end Taylor's innings was was excellent because mm. he he timed it really well you know we didn't know the rain was going to come and they're going to have to finish the innings off on the second day mm. but his innings in the end was a very strong innings yeah and Taylor quite as spectacular as Jadeja's but <laughs> yeah it <laughs> was still impressive yeah exactly but having said that like that was the base like that gave them confidence and then early wickets that changed the game uh, on its side isn't it yeah exactly those early wickets you know when you get Kohli and you know Rowett and yeah. the form he's been in out early you know, it puts pressure on that middle yeah. order. And Lokesh and Rahul, like he scored 100 just game before it. And uh, it was just uh, <laughs> a dream come true for New Zealand. Like when they got like those three players in the first five overs, that was like, that's it. It was, it was fantastic because all of a sudden India's middle order had a lot to do. And, you know, it wasn't a pitch where you could go out and, you know, take to it straight away. Like mm. Jujadeja kind of did. Um, you know, it, it took people in the middle, like Pundi and Pant, time mm -hmm. to try and get in, and um, you know, and that that started building the run rate up. Mm. All of a sudden, there were sixes and sevens, and and the pressure started building that way, where they thought, well, we have to score some runs. Yeah, I thought Satin and how was, in the was and how was Nishim's catch? <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> oh, amazing. My favorite bit was Guptal's run. Yes, that was, that was, yeah, I was coming to that one, but just thought, yeah. like, first, like, let's go go to that catch, like, that catch fr yeah. from nowhere, like, he got it. it like, was a blinder, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, it was uh, just plucked out of the air. Now, he's a, he's a pretty talented player, that lad. You know, I've, I play a lot of indoor cricket, and mm. in New Zealand, he's a very good indoor cricket player as well, and that's a reaction catch mm. in indoor cricket. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, to catch that, it's just it's an inch off the ground was, you know, it was, it was one of the catches of the tournament for mm, me. Definitely. And cool. Let's bring Gary on, on the discussion as well. Gary, so it was very convincing wins against Australia. What do you say about it? Well, I 
think if I'd have uh, wrote a blog about how we're going to beat Australia and get to the World Cup final, I think uh, the boys carried that out in emphatic style. Mm. The boulders probably saved their best performance of the tournament yep. so far. Um, I thought the opening pair of Wokes and Archer were absolutely outstanding. Rashid came to the party and Wood and Plunkett did their bit along with Stokes. Uh, total... Dominance. Uh, say, they they did they did Australia what the Kiwis had done to India yeah. uh, the day before. Yeah. The heart out of the top line. Yeah. Okay, there was still Smith there, um, but uh, Carey came in and just played one too many shots, um, and then it was down to the batting, and you wouldn't have thought they were batting on the same pitch. Now I know my good friend on the other line, Brad. You're a bowler, Brad. Uh, but the Australians got nothing out of the wicket like mm. our boys did. Uh, it was like it was on two different pitches. I mean, Stark has probably been and probably still is the bowler of the tournament. But, I mean, he went for 10 and over. Mm. Um, and they had, I, I just didn't think Australia, I think they thought they were going to roll over our top order the same way as we would rolled theirs. And I thought they bowled the wrong length uh, at the start. And once Bairstow and... Um, Oh, what's his name? Get in. Then they're like a little express train. Mm. Um, I mean, really, it should have been a nine-wicket win, but there we go. We'll, we'll let that one go. Uh, but he's rightly been fined for his actions. But, uh, no, he, he, it was an absolutely convincing and outstanding win. But I'm taking nothing away from New Zealand because I think that was exactly the same. An amazing win. Uh, bowling, probably the best batting chasing mm. in world cricket and to deny India that way that I think if you'd have gone to the bookmakers in Clifton Brad at uh, halfway you'd have probably got 10 to 1 on New Zealand winning that match mm. um, so more power to your boys that was as, as equal as an outstanding win by the Kiwis as was England so I'm taking nothing away from New Zealand I have to agree <laughs> and obviously we were talking like last program like toss will be very important factor in that game as well um, and uh, in the end it didn't matter no no I mean after the first ball when Warner hit that ball for four of course everyone's thinking hello hello 350 yeah. on the cards here yeah <laughs> exactly um, but you have to you know as I say Wokes um, he's just gone up a couple of notches and Archer and I still think still think Archer's got another couple of mile mm. um, that he'll bowl out. I think he's, he's easing himself gently in because he just labours in. Mm. He, he doesn't look like a fan. I wouldn't like to face him, you know. But he just he doesn't come in. I mean, to say that Actar mm. was bowling at, what, 95, yeah. 98 or one, yeah. and the effort that that guy and Malinga mm. has to put in, mm. uh, Archer just... Yeah, just steam in a little bit and then. Yeah, I don't think Bumrah as well is the same level. Like they they don't have any run up like and but they throw a ball ball very quickly. You know. And if you hold back to when I was a young lad, there were some bowlers who were probably nearer the boundary than there were the stumps. I'm talking, you know, probably the, my greatest bowler was Michael Oldin. I mean, I actually saw Michael Oldin bowl on West Park in Long Eaton. I was lucky enough to stand at Square Leg and umpire. Mm. And it was virtually coming off the band and some mm. of these run-ups. Yep. Um, and I'm not taking anything away because as I hold him, he's still, in my opinion, the greatest fastballer I've ever seen. Mm. Uh, but as I say, Archer, I believe that if he you know, looks after himself, I think he'll be, you know, the top 90s is quite within his ca uh, capabilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and one thing, like, you know, uh, as we discussed again last program, that and you said, like, Mark Wood is uh, is one of the bowlers, you are just not um, uh, convinced about him, because, like, his, his line is very varied, and, uh, you know, uh, he's not doing uh, the way he, he was doing bowling before. And I think in the game, he was, he was the only one, I think, was the weak link. Uh, he wasn't like bowling um, very varied line, and it, it wasn't seems like he, he's in, in good shape. You know. Yeah, he's probably trying that a little bit. When you've got, you know, if you've got Wokes bowling well and taking wickets, and Archer bowling well and taking wickets, and then you've got uh, Allegi taking wickets. Uh, in the past, Plunkett has been taking wickets. 
puts a bit more pressure on you because you're thinking, hold on, these guys are all doing their bit. And he's probably trying that little bit too hard. Mm. Um, you know, the same can be said. I always think that it's the same abroad. I mean, broad occasionally when it's not going right for him at test level because he's got Anderson Bowling at the other end mm. who makes it look ridiculously easy. I think broad tends to, to try too hard. And when broad bowls naturally, I think that could be the case. Mm. But uh, let's hopefully on Sunday night yeah. we're singing Mark Woods' praise for taking the winning wicket. Mm. Sorry, yeah. Brad. <laughs> that will be like a 50 million, like, you know, I don't know who scored a goal um, and that they were saying that is his money is paid off so maybe that was that would be the wicket like you know maybe Kane Williamson's wicket <laughs> what do you say bro <laughs> Brad hello Brad hello I'm here sorry just so you know Samir I can't actually hear much of what Gary's saying <laughs> but, um, so hi Gary anyway alright um, I'm not entirely sure what we're talking we were talking oh about. sorry I, think I, picked, I picked up online I think a little bit you were talking about the fast bowlers and and about uh, Wood, was that right? Yeah, yeah. But we were saying like maybe Mark Wood uh, will take the uh, wicket of uh, Kane Williamson and uh, that will pay off uh, his his contribution. Well, yeah, I think, if I remember rightly, now I might be wrong here, Williamson and Taylor both got run out against England, was that right? I'm pretty sure Gary yeah, probably you're correct, better on statistics mm. than me. But I think I think that's what happened at the last, the last time we played and we got clearly well beaten in the against England mm-hmm. um, so you know okay fortune favors the brave let's see how we go but yeah I thought Wood was yeah I think I think Gary was right from what I could hear um, he probably was trying a little bit hard you mm-hmm. know he's a fantastic bowler and he's mega quick um, he probably just needs to relax he'll get his line right but man you know if he gets it right he'll be lethal you yeah. know same as same as Joffrey Archer yeah. you know but the whole big thing about Sunday, I think, will be whatever the weather does. And I think that'll have a massive bearing on the way the game goes. If it's a flat road and sunshine, yeah. New Zealand could be in for, <laughs> for a real battle. Um, but having said that, like, no, as I said uh, earlier, um, New Zealand's bowling is quite strong in the sense like they, are, they have swing bowlers and stuff like that. And... Um, um, England's batting is very deep batting, so it will be a good contest in that sense. Yeah, I think so. Um, <coughs> you know, winning the toss will be paramount. Mm. It's been the whole World Cup. I think um, a lot of the games have come down to the toss, and you know, teams that have batted first seem to have done better. And a lot of the times, mind you, then and completely changed that role <laughs> mm. in the semi-final. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of them come down to the toss, and then it'll be about conditions for New Zealand because we have a particular. And you want finally uh, Guptil to turn up uh, as a batting oh. role, isn't it? That would be good. Yeah, it'd be lovely to see him score some runs. You know, he's he's been in the hole, um, and he knows it. You know, and but he, at the moment you wouldn't make any changes to the team. Hmm. You, you've got to persevere with him because if he comes off, hmm. you know he could. That like a Johnny Bairstow or mm. a Jason Roy, you know, he could do he could do the job that one of the, those guys does. Yeah. So, so you've you've got to persist with him really. Yeah, you know? and he's a very great like great fielder. He actually helped you finally uh, <laughs> making that final. You know, making into the final. Um, well, that that that, that, run out. that run out that was just like a um, amazing fielding and the, the throw a direct hit was was, was amazing. That oh, is yeah. the game killed over there. Well, I think that's going to be the big thing with the final as well because England and New Zealand are both very good fielding sides and it w- that'll be really important, I think. You know, England have got some outstanding fielders as well. You mm. know, Johnny Bearstow, for yep. example, and people like that. So, you know, fielding's going to be, in a tight game, mm. it's going to be a big, big importance to both sides. But yeah, Guptor's throw was fantastic mm. and to run out Dhoni by an inch yeah. was, um, you know, just... <laughs> at the right time right time like he hit a <laughs> six uh, the ball before and that yeah, six like yeah. everyone was scared like oh this is uh, like game the game is turning right now but uh, next ball and then there's there was a big run out so he just changed the game altogether yeah yeah it was a, it was a massive moment of the game because we knew we'd just got Jadeja mm. and, and don't look like he was ready to open up and get going 
Yeah. And um, we just probably got it, got them out just before that kind of happened. You know, the game was on their side really at that point. Um, but then you know it put a lot on the tail, and they still had to go up, you know, 12 and over, which is you know in the last three overs, which whatever it was, which was too much. Yeah, and obviously, like one thing which was amazing in that game was uh, Kane Williamson's nerves, like the way he just like was so calm and uh, you know he was just waiting for the right moment and uh, it delivered in the end yeah captain kane's had a fantastic tournament to mm. be quite honest you know he, he's very he's very different I, I watched a well i know we talked about it before in terms of the way kane williamson is different to obviously what brendan mccullum was like mm. in the last world cup and kane's a lot more uh, careful, defensive and character yeah. yeah and he's he takes takes a lot of thought into mm. it you know where McCullum he's, mm. he's all going aggressive attack, 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 yeah. you know and sometimes that works for you but if it doesn't mm. you know it doesn't but Kane's very smart he's, he's played a lot of cricket he's very shrewd he's got his fielding tactics down to a pretty good fine art he knows where he wants everybody um, works with his bold as well um, you know and uh, you know he, he's, a, he's a fantastic captain you know mm. uh, you know Cool. <laughs> and uh, you know, including his batting, he's one of the best players in the world. Mm. Brad and Gary, we have to go on an ad break. So when we'll come back, we'll continue our chat. And uh, I hope, like you, are not busy. Um, I'm not taking too much time, is it? No, we're fine. We're fine. Uh, I can't hear you, Gary, but that's fine with me. Yeah. Cheers. Thank you. See you. Double nine seven. WhatsApp zero seven four two one zero double seven triple nine. अपने इमिग्रेशन स्टेटस को लेकर परेशान हैं, या फिर इमिग्रेशन एप्लीकेशन फिल करना आपके लिए कॉम्प्लिकेटेड हो रहा है क्या ब्रेक्सिट की नई स्कीम के मुताबिक आपको भी सेटल स्टेटस के लिए अप्लाई करना है क्या आप किसी फैमिली मेंबर को स्पॉन्सर करना या अपने स्पाउस को यूके लाना चाह रहे हैं इमिग्रेशन का मसला आपकी रोजमर्रा जिंदगी को बहुत बुरी तरह असरअंदाज कर सकता है इसलिए इमिग्रेशन के मसलों के लिए आपको चाहिए रॉयस लीगल का साथ जहाँ ट्रेन और एक्सपीरियंस लॉयर्स आपको स्पाउस वीजा विजिटर्स वीजा इंडेफिनेट लीव टू रिमेन ब्रिटिश सिटीजनशिप या किसी भी तरह के इमिग्रेशन के मसाइल में मदद कर सकते हैं क्या आपका वीजा रिजेक्ट हो गया रॉयस लीगल जुडिशियल रिव्यू और अपील्स में भी आपकी मदद कर सकता है फ्री इनिशियल कंसल्टेशन के लिए कॉल करें ऑन जीरो डबल वन फाइव सेवन टू वन जीरो टू जीरो टू या विजिट करें ट्रिपल वन रेडफर्ड रोड एन जी सेवन फाइव टी यू ऑपोजिट हाइसन ग्रीन एस्टा या लॉग इन करें रॉयस लीगल हाय कोमल यार व्हाट्सएप का तो जवाब दे दिया करो जवाब तब दू ना जब कुछ देखे डोंट चल मी यार फिर से हाँ यार फिर से एक बात तो बताओ क्या डमी मोबाइल है तुम्हारा मजाक छोड़ो जोया सोल्यूशन बताओ अगर फोन डमी नहीं तो स्क्रीन डमी क्यों कॉन्टेक्ट मोबाइल सोल्यूशन नॉट ओनली फॉर ओरिजिनल स्क्रीन रिप्लेसमेंट बट ऑल्सो बैटरी रिप्लेसमेंट लिक्विड डैमेज रिपेयर unlocking new and second hand mobile phones and accessories or any sort of repairs because the name is mobile solution so contact mobile solution on 0115920451 or 07577456352 front street arnold nottingham ng57ej mobile solution not.co.uk don't forget to take part in a lifestyle and gossip show every wednesday 7 till 9 p.m. on radio faza to win three discount vouchers are you aged between 16 and 18 and interested in the opportunity to attend a training course that will prepare you to take up a business admin apprenticeship with Nottingham City Council if so patra's pre-employment training might be ideal for you it runs for 13 weeks Two days each week are spent attending workshops at Patra and the other three days you will be on placement with a local employer. While attending the course you can receive up to £45 each week plus up to £2.50 each day towards the cost of your meals. We are enrolling for our next course so if you are interested then contact Patra at the Linton Business Centre on Linton Boulevard. You can telephone us on 0115-942-2440 or email us at info at patraeastmidlands.co.uk Alternatively, you can complete the inquiry form on our website, www.patraeastmidlands.co.uk. You are listening to Radio Fazza on 97.1 FM.
Welcome back. You are listening to Radio Fazer ninety seven point one FM, and I'm your host Nasim. And we have Gary and uh, Brad online with us. So let's go to Gary. And uh, Gary, um, I just wanted to ask you about um, the Roy factor. Um, as he came into the team again, he just again uh, produced uh, some great innings and also give a boost to England um, camp as well. Yeah, he's uh, he's actually pushing his status now for a test spot, uh, and as I say, he just he's got a terrific eye. Um, yeah, he's certainly added. I mean, no no disrespect to James Ince, but you can certainly see that uh, since he's come back in to the England team, our fortunes have changed. I think him and Johnny Bairstow are uh, set to break the opening partnership stand. Uh, for the amount of 100 partnerships, which I believe is held by Greenwich and Haynes. Mm-hmm. Um, if they, they haven't already broke it, I think I heard the other day that they're very close to. Uh, and I think opening partnerships go together, like Vince and Warner, and uh, in the past Greenwich and Haynes. I think, you, you know, when you, your regular partner's there with you, it certainly puts Bairstow uh, in a better frame of mind. Um, and it certainly it takes the pressure off the likes of Root, Morgan, yeah. Butler and Stokes when you know mm-hmm. that those two uh, are going to kick on. Um, and they're a, they're, they're a good foil for each other because uh, if you notice that the when Vince was with Bairstow, I think Vince Bairstow went into his shell slightly, although uh, he did get a century in one of the matches. I don't think he's the same as when he's got his right-hand man with him. Mm. Yeah, I think the the combination that the both are playing really good and complement each other as well in on on the on the pitch as well. So uh, obviously, um, Boovi asked me a question about um, uh, his injury as well. Based or wasn't f- feeling very well on the on the match as well. So, do you have any update on that one, or do you think like if if there is a replacement, do you think James Vince will uh, uh, fill his boots? I think you'll you will have to drag them out of the uh, dressing room screaming. <laughs> uh, I think both will definitely play on Sunday. Yeah. Um, England will be an unchanged side. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our batting lineup without Moeen is slightly weaker, mm-hmm. but obviously uh, you know we we bought in Plunkett uh, and we'll play our five seamers and uh, our one spinner, and uh, it'll be probably Wokes and uh, Plunkett that will bowl 10 between them because I think Wood, Archer and um, Wokes will bowl 10 each. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, our bowling has, has improved as the tournament has gone on. I mean, I was a big critic at the start. I didn't think we were good enough. I can eat a little slice of humble pie. Um, and if they bowl anything like they bowled yesterday, I think the New Zealanders are in for a torrid time. But as Brad says, it's a different pitch. Could be different weather conditions. Toss, vital. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the confidence England will have got from chasing that target, because we haven't chased very well this year so far. Um, so, you know, their minds will be, well, if we're setting a target, we'll set a big one. And if we have to chase, you know, we've got the platform and the bolt of batsmen to chase down any total. Uh, so it's not too hard from the Kiwis. Yeah. Um, one more thing which you already, I think, touched is uh, about um, turning up of Adil Rashid, finally. Like, he took three wickets and um, on a very good time as well. Um, and he actually uh, was not like a great performer so far in the World Cup. In, and in the right moment, he just clicked. Yeah. And I think that is like a, um, the captain, um, on Morgan, he was like cashing on him like he was just he was dropping everyone but not Adil Rashid like you know he was like okay he might deliver me in the World Cup or the final or the best the, the most important games so he definitely did that isn't it yeah I mean it's, it must be great when your captain has that much confidence in you um, I think both teams do like and this is no disrespect to Adil Rashid I don't call him world class hmm. Uh, he's not a Murray, hmm. he's not a Shane no, Warren, no, no. he's not an Anil Cumbly. Yeah. Uh, as I say, those guys... But he, he might be better off the lo- lots, you know, you have already, isn't it? 
as I say, he's, a, he's an excellent reggae. I just think, you know, he's not that... You know, when Warren used to come on for mm. uh, Australia against England, I'm sure the butterflies in most of our guys' stomachs, apart from Peterson's, used to flutter that little bit more. And I would just say the same with Morley. Mm. Uh, and I think, uh, sorry, I think New Zealand missed a Tory. Mm. You know, they've not got a world-class spinner, and the Tory was world-class as well. Um, I think that's the only department England do like is world-class. And as I said, there's no disrespect to Adil Rashid. As I say, world-class bowlers, you know, come along once in a blue moon. Glenn McGrath, Capel Dev, Shimon DeVos. You know, you, you, and not everybody can be a world-class bowler. Mm. Else then, you know, the words world-class mm. are overused. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what do you think about your captain? He's, he's, he's uh, also, um, is he Brendan McCullum or is he Ken Williamson type? Like what is his type? Is he calm or collected or is he like a very good? He looks very calm and laid back. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't seem to phase him. Yeah. Um, but that's in one day cricket. Uh, he was very much found out in test cricket. Mm -hmm. um, but that's where bowlers can bowl a little bit different to the can in the one day. But now he's, he's been an excellent captain for England. Uh, he's got a little bit of criticism because he wasn't born in England. But, you know, uh, I had no problem uh, when he was hitting all those sixes the other yes. day. And then he went into a little bit of a dip in form himself. And I still haven't got a problem. Yeah. You pick your captain uh, and you back him. And also a uh, good thing about him is he don't listen to critics. Like, you know, they they say what they say. Like, no, he's not going to... Um, you know, give them more intention, uh, attention um, and just carry on with his own people, team and, you know, all the staff. So just focus is of the World Cup final. It's not like anything else. It'll be another game of cricket to Ian Morgan. Yeah. It'll be just another game of cricket. Yeah, probably, the, well, it is the most important game of cricket mm. um, this year so far. We do have a little matter of the Ashes coming up, which, you know, for the purest, purest of cricket is of equal importance for some people more important and for the Australians now and I hope Brad's having a chuckle at this it's vital they win the Ashes now mm. else their year <laughs> has been has just been disaster disaster yeah cool so let's go back to Brad and uh, let's talk to him about the Sunday's game uh, it is a very crucial game Brad um, and uh, what do you think like um, uh, this is ex second time uh, in two World Cups, you are in the final. Do you think you are there? Nazim, can I just go back to a couple of things Gary said? Yeah. I picked it up on, on, on the radio. Yeah. <coughs> so you mentioned, you mentioned the spinners. So, you know, if you're looking at a match office between Sheed and Satna, mm -hmm. um, because I think that is really important mm. for bowling. Yeah. Um, I think Sheed and Satna are, are significantly different. And yeah, they're both not like great spinners but they're both very good in the way they play Rashid's very much a, I think he is quite a wicket taker but he can he can be expensive hmm. um, in the way he, he bolts you know but he, he can pick up vital wickets and he turns the ball at really you know at, at important times and I think when you look at Satna Satna was very much especially against India was very much a containing bowler Mm. takes the pace off the ball, changes the pace, doesn't spin it massively. And what he does is frustrates that spin. And he, he is a little bit in the mould of Vittori. He's got a long way to go. Um, but if you look for his first five overs, I think, against India, he went for five runs. Mm. You know? And then he ended up getting Pandya and Punt out, I think it was, yeah. because they both got frustrated. Yes, exactly. Big shots. Yeah. You know? And that, that, that's a really important facet, I think, in the bowling. Uh, to have someone who can just hold an end and tighten an end up and put some pressure on. Mm. Um, so so that would be interesting. You know, <clears throat> Gary also mentioned about um, Morgan not being English. Well, you know, we, we could look at look at that across the board. You know, you've also got a fantastic Kiwi that plays for England <laughs> and Ben Stokes. Um, you know, you've, you've got a, a very good opening bats in Jason Roy, yeah. South African. But then again, we've got a fantastic Zimbabwean who's, uh, who's <laughs> de Grandhome. So, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> but, um, sorry, going back to your question, Nazim. Sorry, mm. what was that? So, the question was like, uh, it, it is a second time in a row you are in the final. And uh, is do you think like New Zealand is there and ready for the 
ready for to lift up that trophy that most important trophy um yeah i think we're going to be as ready as we ever can be you know um, mm. i think if you look back at new zealand and world cups we've managed to make the semi-finals a lot of times mm. uh, now don't quote me on this i'm sure we've made six semi-finals mm. uh, and this is our second final yeah um so we've always been there and thereabouts, mm. you know, but we've always been not quite good enough to take the pinnacle, mm. you know, and, and, and take the trophy. Australia were really disappointing, unfortunately, in the last World Cup. Mm. Australia bowled fantastic and mm. in Melbourne. I think I'm sure it was in Melbourne. Yeah. You know, Stark, you know, was fantastic. And as soon as he got McCullum in the first over or whatever it was, you know, you knew we were in trouble. Um, this time, I think, you know, I, I think... I think that they're going to be as ready as they ever can be. I think the, the experience yeah. is quite fresh, um, whereas England, uh, it's been 27 years, it took them 27 years to be in the final, whereas it was like for you guys, uh, it is consecutive, so maybe you will learn and, uh, you know, th the game is very modern now and uh, you can take quite a lot of notes from the previous game, uh, pre previous World Cup final. Certainly, yeah, I'm sure they can. You know, you look back and how many of those players from four years ago are playing in the New Zealand team now. Mm. Um, Taylor, Thompson, yeah. yeah. Bolt. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm trying to think, is there many, many others? Mm. I don't know if Latham was even in the team then. I think Ronke played the final. Yes. So, you know, there's probably only three, maybe four players who are in this position before that would be in the playing 11. Mm. I know Saudi was there, but I, I don't expect him to play on Sunday. Mm. Um, so... I'm sure those level-head senior guys will be able to have that, you know, chat to the younger lads and say, listen, you know, maybe maybe give them some advice and, you know, trying to calm the nerves a little bit and say, listen, you know, it's a big occasion, but just go out there. And as, as Gary mentioned before, uh, Morgan would look at it. It's just another game of cricket. Try and just focus that it's another game of cricket. Go out there, do your job, you know, at the best of your ability. And if, if we do, do that and we do all the basics well, Mm. we've got a really good chance of becoming world champions um so you know that 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 for me is what i think williamson will probably kind of drill into them and the coaches will drill into them and just say you know focus on your job forget about the occasion because we're good enough we got here now we must be good enough to be in the world cup final because we've proved it um so yeah i think it'll all be about just trying to trying to keep things as calm as possible personally um, but yeah, I, you know, I'm really proud of them. You know, to to get to the final, uh, as I say, a little bit under the radar, unexpected, I think, for a lot of people, <laughs> probably even myself. Um, you know, I think anything could happen in one game of cricket. Yeah, definitely. So, who will be the uh, the most important player in in uh, New Zealand, like in the final? Uh, in the final, um, you know, you can't look much further than Kane Williamson, he's going to be the man, you know, if, he's, if he scores runs and can bat in innings um, he he could be the foundation of you know, of the runs on the board and it'll be important against England to get runs on the board um, I think it'll be crucial to win the toss um, and I think personally New Zealand, if they win the toss will bat first, I think they'll back themselves to bats first and then and try and bowl England out because as we mentioned before our bowling attack is our strength in my opinion mm. um, so I think you know Williamson and Taylor will be important I'd love to see Gupdall to get some runs even Nichols as well he's from my hometown so I'd like to see him get some runs um, you know if we can if we can put a, a, a decent score on the board not knowing how conditions will be but you know a 250 280 sort of score on the yeah. board you never know that you could no that will be a very very interesting score because chasing second is not going to be easy. Uh, it's a World Cup final. It's a pressure game. And there's going to be so many things um, comes into the factor. Um, yeah. So definitely 250, 280, 270. That is a, a very good score um, to consider, to be honest. Definitely. You know, I think if we can get anywhere in the high two, 200s, then, you know, I think that'll put the pressure back on England. And... and mm. You know, Roy and Biesto, I suspect, won't change the way they play. Mm -hmm. But what happens if the same thing happens to England that happened to India, then, you know, that's going to put more pressure on the middle order. Your likes of, you know, your 
your Stokes and your Morgans and your your Butlers will have to dig in and they'll have to play a different game than they used to. Mm-hmm. I think you know um, they're all very aggressive players, mm-hmm. but you know if we could sneak a couple early, you know mm-hmm. it, it could make it a very yeah. very interesting game. Yeah, definitely. Like if um, Bayesto or um, Roy, if you can get like these two early. I think uh, game is game is on. For sure, for sure. You know, happening on the other respect, though, you know, if they get away to a flyer, those two, then, mm. you know, you can score what <laughs> they can the kill the game as well. Yes, yeah. you know, yeah. they, 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 thirteen overs. Australia was virtually out of that game. You know, mm. that's how aggressive they were. So that'll be paramount that we take early wickets. I think. Cool. Thank you very much, Brad, for uh, giving us time. Uh, it was no lovely problem. talking to you. And uh, no we. And good luck, Gary. Um, <laughs> let the best team win. Cheers. Thank you very much. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. See Bye. You so that was Brad, but we have Gary with us. So, Gary, so I'm, I'm going to come back to you about um, the final. Uh, it is after 27 years, long time waiting. Uh, this is, uh, I think, fifth time uh, England is in the final. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember the first. I'm that old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, do you think this is this is the chance? This is the, this is the, this is it. This is the point. Uh, like uh, uh, best team England have, and uh, they have uh, so many chances. They are playing at home as well, um, so there are so many chances. Yeah, it, it is overall the best side we've ever had. Mm. Um, but let's not. We haven't won it now. No. We're playing an excellent, excellent mm. side in New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, arguably. Mm-hmm. In all formats, Kane Williamson, in my opinion, is the best batsman in the world. Uh, and that's no disrespect to the other three that everyone talks about, Smith, Root, Coley. I'm just a Williamson fan. Mm. And you want born in England. Mm. Um, it's going to be, as I say, Brad thinks silly, right? But I don't think we can pick one English person. You think, well, it says, if I had to pick one, I'd like it to be Ben Stokes' day. He's gone through a lot of personal issues. He, he always blames himself for his not winning the 2020 when he bowled that final yeah. that went for the Sixers. I'd love it to be Ben Stokes' day mm-hmm. uh, with the bat or the ball um, that he can, you know, that he can share. One more great. And even he's a great fielder as well. He can take some blinders, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, I think the first, the best catch of the tournament so far is the one he took in the very second game of the tournament uh, against South Africa. Yeah, and and Jason Roy's catch as well was. Mm. But there's been some brilliant catches. I mean, the one that Brad was speaking about. Nations. I mean, the field, the field in, mm. in the last ten years has has gone through the roof. Mm. These guys are so fit. Mm. Um, if you if you have a look at you know the the one day stuff that was started in the seventies, mm-hmm. I mean fielders if it went past them they stopped. <laughs> I mean, now they're running in twos and for the ball. There were so, there were so, so many the fielding. The fielding has come on leaps and bounds, and that's because of 2020. Uh, these guys are so fit now; it's untrue. Mm. Um, so that's why you can never compare Botham to Stokes. Mm. Botham, although Botham is probably our greatest ever all-rounder, mm. you know, he wasn't as fit as Stokes. Is. No way. So, uh, and that goes worldwide. Some of these, you know, the Afghan players, the Pakistani players, the mm. Shanghai players, mm. they're all 10 times fitter than mm. they used to be 20 years ago. Yes, definitely. I think fitness is a big thing. But comes to the final. Um, so after 27 years, how is the feeling overall in, in, in England? Like, uh, is he coming home? I'd like to think so. Mm-hmm. I'd like to think so. Wouldn't it be great? I mean, we're going to play New Zealand twice this year, and yeah. we're going to play them in the rugby final later on in the year. So yeah. I'll settle for New Zealand to win the rugby, and we'll win the cricket. Oh, oh brother, except Sam, we'll have one each. <laughs> That's good. That's good. But like, how different it is for the for people who are experiencing like experience the first time uh, getting that trophy. You know, how th- how you ca- how can you describe that moment? Per- well. Uh, I mean, New, this is where New Zealand have the edge. Five of their players played in the last World Cup final, mm. whereas none of ours, but a few of ours, weren't born the last time yes. they were in a final. Yeah, they were like. Uh, yeah. But under Morgan, as I said before, mm. it's just another game of cricket. Yeah, mm. we've got a lot of pressure on us. The country expects. Uh, 
Mm. But the country expects us to win everything. Mm. You know, we're a small little island, mm. right? And we've put far too much pressure on our sports teams. You know, we should win Wimbledon every year, and we should win the Open Golf every year, we should never lose a cricket match. Mm. And I know that pressure will be all around the world. Mm. Um, but um, my heart and my head both say an England win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've got the utmost and total respect for New Zealand. Uh, they play cricket in the right way. Yeah. Uh, I never, you know, our friends who live a few hundred miles away from them mm-hmm. um, play cricket a totally different way to New Zealanders. And, uh, you know, there'll be a lot of respect for both from both sides for both teams. Mm-hmm. So. so who will be the uh, main man in this uh, final then for you? Like, there are so many match winners England team have. But do you... Th- Which one do you think you are saying is the Ben Stoke or do you think... No, I want Ben Stoke. If England are going to win, mm-hmm. it will be through a bowling. So I'm going to say Geoffrey Archer. Geoffrey Archer. So you're thinking like he's the key. He is the key. If he bowls well, yeah. uh, he's took wickets in every match. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's had a wicketless match. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he has been the final piece in England's jigsaw. Mm-hmm. And, um, but let's hope it's a great game of cricket first and foremost. We don't want, we don't want a poor pitch. We want an excellent pitch, a little bit in it for the bowlers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, whoever bats first, set 270. Mm-hmm. And let's see if the others can chase it with all that pressure. Because mm-hmm. I believe anything above 270 from either side mm-hmm. will be difficult to chase. Yeah. Because of pressure. the pressure as well and i think uh, the pitches which the pattern we are saying uh, seeing uh, is like slowing down um overall like now every in in um, birmingham as well and also other uh, grounds the pitches uh, they are they are, they are dried up too much and they are just uh, uh, slowing down in the second second inning yeah well, but i believe this is a brand new pitch not been played on this season That's what I think. Yeah, I, I think they covered it up. They they just hidden it. It's a very secret thing. Um the uh, same with the Edbeston one as well. It was like a, a hidden under the carpet. Uh, but having said that, that's what we've seen like you know the, it, it played really weirdly, you know. So are we expecting the same thing over there as well? Well, if England's got had any say in it and you would think that uh, certain people have said England will want a hard pitch so that the ball doesn't move. Mm-hmm. So then you take Trent Bolt out mm-hmm. of the equation. Uh, hard and fast, Wokes won't be able to move it. Uh, and I believe England's batting is a little bit stronger than New Zealand's. Yeah, I, the batting is very deep, uh, I would say so. But obviously their bowling is very strong. So I think it's the match is, is uh, uh, quite even Stevens. Yeah, it's whoever turns up on the day. If England don't turn up, Mm. Then New Zealand will kick our backside, yeah. and vice versa. Mm. But as I said, I, you know, I just want to see a great game of cricket, mm. uh, one that you can't take your eyes off all day. Yeah. One more thing I wanted to ask you is basically the theme, uh, which we have seen like last two World Cups. Um, in 2011, it was held in India, and India won it. Last time it held in Australia, and Australia won it. Do you think that is another thing? Like just like you know, do you remember like um, stats of Pakistan uh, 92 World Cup and uh, this 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 time's World Cup? Uh, they were almost identical. So do you think this is also the same as well, or do you think there's the that is out of the way? This is this is not the um, stats you will consider. The only thing I would say is that far more foreign cricketers play in English conditions. Mm-hmm. than in any other format. Yeah. You True. don't see many English county cricketers except mm. um, those of uh, a lesser standard than the test sides going to play abroad in winter. Yeah, you've got your 2020 and your big bash, mm. but they're f- therefore you come to the camp. So a lot of the non-English players mm. have played county cricket at some point yep. or come over for a season prior. They know the conditions. So... It has an effect. Yeah, we're at home. We're expected to win. Mm. We are favourites. New Zealand have travelled off around the world, mm-hmm. you know. 
So, and yeah, our guys have played on these pitches a lot more than the New Zealanders. Mm. But as I said again, if England don't turn up, if England think they've won the World Cup already, mm. then they're in for a rude awakening. Because mm. they ain't playing, uh, you know, they aren't playing bottom of the league. They're playing a team that thoroughly deserves mm. to be in that final with us. Mm. Cool. That's all. <coughs> Excuse me. That's all we have for today. Thank you very much. And uh, both Brad and you, uh, good luck. And uh, hopefully we'll see a great game of cricket. And uh, it will be an amazing moment uh, for each of you uh, one will be very happy one might be very sad but i think it will be a great game of cricket thank you very much and can i just thank you and the station for your coverage of the world cup i think it's been absolutely outstanding you've involved all the countries and all the supporters and i think you've done an amazing job yourselves boys thank you very much thank you very much gary and we'll see you soon uh, okay you take care thank you cheers bye 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 so that was Gary with us and we have to go on ad break uh, and when we'll come back we will speak to you guys so give us a call after the break thank you jo 1979 se aapki khidmat mein pesh pesh unda taza mithai traditional biscuits fresh cream cakes celebration cakes wedding cakes samosa or frozen food ke liye aaj hi tashreef laaye special offer on 9 inch fresh cream cakes only for 1099 for a limited time period 186 sanington dale nottingham ng2 4hj telephone number 0115841 nafees a true taste of happiness you are listening to radio faza on 97.1 fm looking for a perfect venue Come and visit Excelsior Suites, Nottingham's largest flat-floored venue. Banquet and conference facility with fully incorporated audio and visual facilities. Extensive lounge for meet and greet. Fully air-conditioned premise with flexibility from small parties to large-sized conferences and social events. A disabled-friendly venue with hearing loop facilities. Ample on-site secure parking along with disabled access. Brilliant cuisine with a wide range of options from set menus to buffets. Expert event planners and coordinators all of this in the heart of Nottingham and very close to the M1 junction 25 and 26 Excelsior Suites 5 to 7 Lotus Road Nottingham NG5 1EL call them on 01157 100300 or visit excelsiorsuites.co.uk अथॉरिटी may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on a mortgage Are you looking for a new job? Spirit Home Care now looking for home care workers to join our friendly team who can drive with their own vehicle Experience is preferred but not essential as full training is given We offer excellent rates of pay 28 days paid holiday company and pension schemes full and part-time flexible hours free uniform career development and qualifications and much more Give us a call if you'd like a rewarding career in care Spirit Home Care O double one five eight double five double seven double three. Presenting Papa's Walk, Papa's the first Indo-Chinese HMC Halal family restaurant of Nottingham. Set in the heart of the city, with uniquely crafted dishes, sitting facilities for twenty people at a time, as well as takeaway and delivery facilities. At Papa's Walk, freshness is the main spice going into every dish. Every single item is made per order. Professionally acclaimed chefs cook your food right in front of you. Because Papa's Walk boasts an open-plan kitchen. They're experiencing catering from as small as family gatherings to as large as corporate parties and weddings. For special offers, and there's a blast of them. Visit papaswalk.co.uk. Papa's Walk, one seven five Snentendale, Nottingham, NG two four HU, or call on zero double one five nine double eight one triple two. You can also reach them on Facebook and Instagram. You're listening to ninety seven point one Fraser FM.
welcome back you are listening radio fuzz on 97.1 fm and we had uh, our two guests um brad moore and gary addington both uh, are very good uh, uh, players uh, brad moore played and uh, we have a caller as well so let's uh, see who's who's on the line hello hi nazim 